Hey everyone, my name is Gabran Mahmood, and welcome to I've Mastered My Throat, a not-so-classic podcast where singers, young and old, brassy and bold, share their life stories and spill some good old honey green tea about art, love, their musical journey, and whatever the hell we really feel like. So please stay in tune and keep those ears wide open for I've Mastered My Throat. Hi, <laughs> everybody. I am with my eighth guest host, which is, this is eight episodes now for I've Mastered My Throat, David Hobbs. Hello, everyone. <laughs> so David is my first male guest host here. He is a baritone, and we went to USC together, Woo. and he is from Texas, and you went to undergrad in New Mexico. We're going to get mm-hmm. into all of that. But how are you doing, sir? Doing great. We just talked about you getting new headshots. Yeah, and... headshots, pulling all the materials together. To yeah, yeah. Are you going to audition thing? Yeah. Are you, are you like planning on like making a website and using all that? I already have a website. Um, oh, nice. I kind of Plug have, that. Yeah. Uh, DavidHobbsMusic.com. Check uh, it out. It's, it's down at the moment. I'm trying, <laughs> trying to give it a nice little redo to sort yeah. of everything. The yeah. New headshots have just, have just been looking at or just been working on Changing all the bio and everything to look all the same. Nice. And kind of clean everything up and before it starts going out. It's yeah, you've had a productive summer. I know. Been trying. And uh, we talked about this with like a lot of um, people who are kind of in this stage of their career. The fall and winter seasons are huge mm-hmm. for auditioning. And whether you're doing yaps or whatever, honestly, you're going to travel. You're going you're, you're gonna to do a bunch of stuff. Just have to. Yeah. We're a little bit luckier here in LA. Yeah. A lot of things do come through here. No, I agree. Big cities. Um, New York is like yeah. all-time hub. I love you... to travel to New York. I know. We're at... Which is fun, though. I love... New York is a place... I feel like I've talked to this with uh, other people. It's it's pretty biased, and it's such like a minimal thing, but I feel like you're either an LA person or a New York person, and you like to visit like the okay. other coast, you know? See, I'm a, I think I'm an L.A. person. Yeah, but me to too. Be, but to be honest, I've never made a New York City trip yet. Have, I know. Have you been to New York, though? I've... Airport. Really? I, I know, kind of blasphemy, but... You're going to love it. Yeah. It's gonna, you are going to love it. I know it. it's coming soon. Yeah, no. Maybe yeah. Th- maybe this season. Who knows? It will. You should. You should yeah. make it happen. Um, Not a good excuse. Yeah, no, there's there's so much there. It, you're, it's going to blow your mind. Well, I finally... Ha- Actually, I finally have a good friend that just moved there. So I now yeah, know somewhere... Yeah, that's how you do it. That's honestly... If anything, singer connections, you just like... Absolutely. <laughs> just like stay with them. Like I'd be fine to host any singer um, mm-hmm. from anywhere and it's been a pleasure. But going back, okay. let's talk about how you got into music, how you've started to master your throat from little baby David to now. You grew up in Texas. Grew up in Texas. Dallas, okay. Texas. Or just outside of Dallas. Yeah. yeah. Tell us about how that experience was and how you got into music. Because I know your instruments are a really big factor in your life as yeah, well. Yeah, that's kind of... Where I, or at least my training, that's where it started. Mm-hmm. My mother says I was singing around the house. Yeah. From before then. But the first thing I started playing was guitar from super nice. young age. Um, yeah. I was really lucky that I had a mother that not only encouraged the music, but yeah. gave lessons. Or like, or was willing to make sure I was able to get lessons. Were your parents musicians? No, neither one of oh, them. Oh, really? Both, neither were mine. Yeah. Deep music appreciators. Yeah. Um, so they both love it, both avid listeners and all sorts of different things. Yeah. So between the two of them, I got a, I was pretty lucky and got all sorts of different little bits and pieces of yeah, yeah, yeah. decades and genres. That That's awesome. Kind of an exciting start to, or eye-opening to music from the get-go. I wonder how that works out. Because I know, I, I mean, I've talked with people who 
have come from musical families, but mm-hmm. I, like yourself, I my parents, my dad works in computers, my or my mom, you know, does like okay. a financial aspect. Oh, very similar. So I don't understand how we like it's we're like kind of you know the black sheep of the yeah. family. We like we decide to pursue something, <laughs> but it's just I think it's in our nature and our genes to mm-hmm. go into the arts, and I think that's that's something so interesting that yeah. And were you, your parents like avid music listeners at all? It. Uh, here and there, okay. I don't know. Like, um, I so guess so. You really found it on your own. I really, really did. Um, what I figured out, my mom's or my dad's sister is her. Her family is pretty creative. Oh, cool. But like, I mean, it's probably in there somewhere. Absolutely. But it's Obviously. so weird that I, I don't know. It just, it just kind of, I had to do it. I had yeah. to pursue it. Um, yeah. So we and <laughs> we're here. We're singing. <laughs> um, did you start? Singing really early, like in middle school or high school, did you participate in oh in choirs? Mid- uh, not middle school, okay. high school a little bit. I did yeah. uh, through a weird set of circumstances. I was supposed to do um, run soundboard for a musical. Yeah, and then the first day I showed up, they were really low on male chorus. Oh yeah, yeah. So the that happens. Just it, it happens. Yeah, high story of I mean even kind of no, it literally it, happens it, with it, everything absolutely. professionals. <laughs> Like we'll we'll get into this yeah. whole you know okay. male privilege opera singers, okay. but well, yeah, <laughs> go into that. But, um, so but on that day, I I showed up was and they're like, hey, we kind of need another. Yeah, can you want to be on stage? It's like, oh, sure, why not? It was Mana La Mancha. Yeah, um, Fine. yeah, I got to bring uh my guitar up. Yeah, play for one of the songs. Cool. Like it's a little bird. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, play and sing. So that was a whole lot of fun, kind of a, and that was really my introduction into singing in a more performative way mm-hmm. um, something that was beyond just like the confines yeah. of the house so that you got like the bug from then pretty much yeah it was like yeah. i i did a, a community show right afterwards Kiss oh Me yeah Kate. it's because I, I was hooked was you like, started in musical theater too yeah pretty like, i did too that's so yeah, weird like yeah so, sophomore year of high school I was like kind of got into it yeah, and then yeah, around it. that's so funny yeah, and then by the end of that Kind of going into my senior year, mm-hmm. they were doing Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. And I wanted to be the Beast. beast. Of course. Um, so I decided if I wanted to do that and yeah. wanted to really compete with like the theater and choir kids that yeah. would be auditioning for it, I needed to get some voice lessons. Nice. So that's when I first got my first voice lessons were right before yeah. that. How was that? Um, wonderful. Do you remember your first piece? Ooh. I ask people that all the time. The first, the first thing that I sang. Yeah, your um, first in like a lesson, or you like your oh, teacher in was a, like in a lesson. Here's what you're gonna your first rep piece, I guess. I, it was probably V Melodian by Brahms. Wow, German like, for your first piece. It was like because I it was for uh, like UIL for yeah Texas. Like, uh, probably and like the your response is probably right. That's probably no. I mean, jump into. And so I mean, if if he thought you could do it, that's that's or she he or she. He said, um, I, I started like, but, but this probably had more to do yeah. with. Um, it's pretty. Uh, yeah, it's beautiful. It's like yeah. so. Yeah, definitely a little a little deeper. Oh, sounds jump than I jump in. <laughs> the first thing I remember performing was doing. Uh, um, I was from Don Giovanni the duet. I can't believe. Lachidare Mamano. Yeah, yeah you know, that's thanks for the set. That's the one. <laughs> yeah, and so that's the first thing I performed for a recital that was really? classical singing. Wow, how old um, are you? Uh, would have been eighteen. Yeah. Like, Did you so, channel the creepiness? Yeah, a little bit. Okay. Still, you've seen the Cheryl Crow Pavarotti <laughs> duet, right? Oh, abso- that? Absolutely. It's Is if it you haven't seen it, it's interesting to say yeah. the <laughs> <laughs> to say the least. I don't. A lot of people were doing stuff back then, like popular singers were getting mm-hmm. with opera singers for 
random reasons. That, that golden age, especially but why Pavarotti. They had a certain. It sound yeah. good. Oh no, that's and that's a whole other discussion. Oh, it's just God. the same, the same thing that happens in music a lot now, where yeah. you do it for a kind of a name connection rather than for like a good musical sound. Yeah, so it gets some attention. It's yeah, cool, maybe flashy. Hey, do what you gotta do. Yeah. And how did you, um, I've talked to a few people now who, uh, I grew up in Texas and Joanna grew up in Texas. Mm-hmm. I, um, she was Pretty on the podcast and, um, I had Gloria and my friend Katya who went to school there. How's that experience? I know Dallas is such, it's, it's a re- it, there's a lot going on mm-hmm. there. It's like yeah. one of the bigger metropolitan areas. In yeah, the for sure. Number two behind Houston in yeah. the state. Um, but there's like a lot of, wow. I've seen, fine arts in general mm-hmm. is like pretty active like yeah there, there really is that scene and as i was even in like growing up myself i saw the arts district of dallas get yeah. bigger and they added more buildings a bigger theater um totally i i was at the kind of the when they opened up the windspear opera house which is where dallas opera oh was yeah, yeah yeah um they had a big there's a huge festival right there because booker t washington is right there yeah um the concert hall is right there mm-hmm. myerson and they had like a two-day festival, just like constant acts going through there. That's and awesome. I sat in seats, so I'll probably never be able to afford it hey, otherwise. Do you get student tickets or is it Oh no, no, just free. Open free? to the public. Whoa, I like, so I, okay. I sat in great spots. Yeah. And I get to hear all sorts that's of amazing. stuff. That's amazing. It's like great, yeah. great yeah, place. Yeah, yeah. So like that's really been built. It's like I mean, that has literally been built since I've mm-hmm. been born and then everything else is like really grown. And Dallas Opera is yeah. doing great work and trying to be a part of the new compositions yeah. they have the wonderful program for women conductors like yeah they're, they're wait i heard game. is it i i saw this on the app tracker i don't know um but it doesn't matter if it's texas or not mm-hmm. but regarding the um, women thing there's a new program i'm pretty sure it's texas that it's a it's a yap that caters to um women opera administrators oh very I cool i think it might be dallas i'm not sure don't quote me on that yeah. but i, I don't know that's, that's amazing all. yeah that no, great. that's I. I mean, hey, I think more women everywhere, more everything for everything. Absolutely. It's fantastic. And so you are just like southern through and through. You never really. I mean, you went to well, going where, into where I was born. My yeah. my parents are kind of from New Mexico, oh, yeah, and yeah. Nevada. So that's still pretty southern. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Southwest and then still in there for undergrad, you went to New Mexico. I went to New Mexico, went and then you went to, to, to my mother's from yeah uh, Albuquerque. How was that? wonderful it's like got me into sc so like really the music program there is like it's solid there's yeah. doing a lot of work building it bringing in good people and yeah i really yeah it was like and then yeah like what else can you say oh. alexandra martinez another, yes she, yeah she's doing really well right program. now yeah and she's doing UFC alum. But, and she's a, also in new mexico exactly alum. you guys so was she two years older than two you? years older than yeah so yeah. i my first opera actually was um, with her. Was with her. That's she was amazing. Soprano, I was the baritone. It's a small world. Small world. Did like, she know you were auditioning for USC? I I think I talked to her mm-hmm. about it a little bit, so she had an idea. Yeah. Um, I didn't see her, and then it was kind of. I don't think I had told her that. And they were like, that hey. I had gone there. And then I just kind of showed up. Did you like, surprise? Oh. Like, hey, you're here. Yeah, there was a, a few, a couple of people I was surprised. That That's so I funny. Kinda, That's so funny. Some another another UNM alumni that was in the choral department oh at thorn yeah jeremy bakken it was a dma so awesome well alex if you're ever listening be on my podcast <laughs> come come fly back to la um so yeah and then you went how was your you got a lot from um your experience in new mexico mm-hmm. and how did you find out about did you know you wanted to go in your master's for voice 
I didn't. I didn't. Yeah. Even going into my undergrad, I didn't know I wanted to do wow. voice. Interesting. Okay. Like my first year, probably only due to the good graces of having so many AP credits. Okay. From my mother forcing me to yeah. do that in high school. Going That's awesome. Um, I was able to kind of go in my first year and double. I was both yeah. jazz, uh, bass. That's right. And classical voice. That is so crazy. Yeah, it was, it was a it was a crazy year, but the jazz bass teacher is another like mm-hmm. just like absolute diamond or yeah, like, yeah. Tatum like yeah. great teacher learned so many things about practicing and how to work at things yeah and, yeah like pacing yourself and progressing yourself from him mm-hmm. um but thankfully the opera director kind of guided there, you a little bit more uh, she <laughs> she nudged me pushed me she, yeah uh, i'll always remember this one time in particular we were in the lobby she's like david you're a singer you're a singer. Like, <laughs> it was like she she knew. Yeah, she, she knew it was there. She knew that's at some level. That's really yeah. What I wanted. That's, you can, I mean a lot of people. You can you can do it all. And you you you're passionate about um your bass, your jazz. You know everything that you do. But innately, I I, I agree. I think you bring a lot to you know the singer world. Thank and you. I feel like you, you I feel like you enjoy it. I do. You know like, when you're more, more in the moment. And I. Because I love, cause I love having other people enjoy. Yeah. I think that's what it really yeah. is for me. Is like I love because I I enjoy that same part of being in the audience. Mm-hmm. Like, so I think if I can give people that that same like joy or in opera, it's like the, the passion, like yeah. being able to be a part of a story that pulls people hearts in yeah. so many different ways. That's just that's what it's made about. Opera I agree. There's nothing like the feeling of listening to your like peers sing oh, yes. and seeing them do so well. I mean, we, mm-hmm. we really, oh, really get it. So spoiled here. SC. Our friends are amazingly talented. So talented. All the people who've expressive. been on this podcast. It's so talented. It's just all the people who will be. It's yeah. It's it's been it's been such you know a blessing and a privilege. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of privileges, sir, you are a baritone, a lower male voice, mm-hmm. which you wouldn't think. I mean, I don't know what the ratio or percentage is for male singers, but baritone might be up there. Oh, it's the most common of it's the a, group. But it also, in a lot of ways, has sort of like the biggest like, yeah, rep. range. Well, sure. I, I don't know about the biggest rep. Really? Maybe, but it's like, there's a lot of range. Okay, okay. It's like, there's, yeah, there's just a lot of range within baritone. Totally, so even totally. just beyond like the baritone, bass baritone category. Yeah, you're each, right. Each side gets split a lot of different ways. That's true. And then. It's probably comparable to like the soprano. I mean, every, every voice type yeah. has like different but Absolutely. like i think a baritone range and a soprano range you, yeah, and you like, can go in so many more so directions. many different kinds yeah. that and a lot and a lot of them will kind of maneuver through them throughout their yeah. years which is so did you always did you were you always as soon as like you got into voice lessons did you all did your teachers always know you're a baritone all that i i or always got that you might be a tenor thing i've i mean i've always thought i've, I've never thought you were like a tenor yeah. but it's been and it's still, I maybe for you could be a possibility. Yeah, it's like, because not... you have such ease in your high notes, and they seem to ring really well. So, are you, are you ever opposed to it? I, I wouldn't 30? be opposed if that's yeah. if that's where if that's where my voice goes. I'm yeah. not gonna try and fight it. I'm not gonna sing unhealthily for the sake yeah, of totally. trying to create some sound that yeah. Like and that's and that's been a process, like really getting to that. Just with where my voice yeah. is now, and like I'm still like and. Obviously, I'm on the high side of baritone. Yeah, definitely. That's where it's just where I sit. But there's a lot of the baritones that I really like and listen to, especially from like past years. Yeah. That's they often sit in that same spot. Totally. They'll totally. get that same like lazy tenor uh, category. <laughs> lazy tenor. What can I say? Um, high notes are fun. 
They there. are. I mean, honestly, the feeling that you get when like that high note rings like through your body, mm-hmm. it just it's. It's and amazing. the fun part of the opera thing is when yeah. it's right, it feels yeah. almost effortless. When you sing it well, it does, it's, it's amazing. Almost just doing itself at that point. You just got to get it started and then it just yeah. goes. It's the really fun part of it. It's fun. One of the funnest parts of singing. Um, rep. Another thing about baritones that I, I mean, it's it's pretty much kind of like a joke in the opera community, mm-hmm. but like every baritone is kind of labeled as a baritone now. Yeah. It's like, Isn't that a thing? That's like such a of, thing. Yeah. It's like, I, I think part of it is there's, there started to be that expectation that yeah. you could, at some level, be undressed or objectified on no, stage in that way. No, that's like, honestly, which, yeah, it's like it's, it's it's part. I think it's part of like the baritone is always associated as like a very masculine, but not to like and you know mm-hmm. the edge of where a bass would be like the old father or something. Okay, and the tenor would be like a young whiny. <laughs> I don't know, so, a young whiny more, boy. Some, the baritone yeah. falls right in the middle of that, like masculine you know macho sexy type of person and for some reason i've a lot of baritones i've encountered i don't know if they just like look the part okay and it's it's been it's been i think really i don't know what do you think about that I th- and that objectification of it. <laughs> well i mean I, I think that's not something that's special or specific to baritones for sure it's yeah like, true like you well you, you can look you can look to sopranos and you'll find but the bear hunk culture in the opera community, yeah, I, ever, it's the most like. I, th- well I think that's known. more of like a, a change from like back in the day. That was definitely not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, I would, I mean, not necessarily that any of them were, just for looks. Yeah, and that's this is like a whole argument yeah. and discussion. No, it is the opera it community is. in general. It that is. I think has probably been going on for, quite a long time. Just slightly yeah. changes throughout. So it's one of those things like I don't. I honestly, I don't really fight it. I try to make sure, sure that if such an opportunity presents itself to me, yeah. that I won't be unable to fulfill it. Like, yeah, it's like, but I try to, I try to keep my my workout and health more just like mm-hmm. for improvement. If anything, I'd for rather yourself. think of it. Yeah, if I'm thinking about it as an improvement for my career, yeah, I'd rather think about it as an improvement in my singing rather than totally, totally, just another way to help market myself. Yeah. I, yeah. No, that's that's a that's a good way. That's a good way to put it. I would say, I'm. It's. I wonder. I. I don't know. It doesn't. It doesn't bug me as much because I. I don't have like personal experience with it. But I think a lot of people, even with um sopranos and. The whole image factor of opera really has changed, mm. pretty much. Where um some people kind of can see that. It's it's about the visual of the artist as opposed to the instrument and maybe the um expressiveness Mm -hmm. and how do you feel about that i feel like well i kind of i do fall on sort of sort of online which feels like a cop-out in a lot of ways um but i think there are occasions where you're trying if the director maybe is like trying to create something that's more or is like where you're you're worrying about the whole visual appeal yeah you've gotten to this point of of where media is so thrust upon us and then yeah. a lot of people try to move towards that and yeah. like thinking about just how fitting into those but it's almost like characters of people look where you yeah where we've created this That's idea true. of like it's all of our faults all, really yeah it's like yeah because well, we start to we start to buy into it and mm-hmm. at some level it's like where and then on on the opposite side of like and i think this is probably where i lie much more and yeah 
and need to get more too. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And it's where also where the industry needs to get more too. It's like I really do care about how it sounds. Yeah, it's like at the end of the day, I I do care about the musical art. I I agree, like, and I want I want it to. Yeah, it's like I, I want you to be able to portray the character, and if you're yeah. doing that with your voice and with your acting, I don't really care how you look. And there you go. You're right. There you go. That's I'm what done. David Hobbs thinks, and that's how it should be. <laughs> it should be. So, speaking of opera changing and mm-hmm. like pretty much music changing in general, mm. you are in a sense changing your you know content of music since you like to write songs and mm-hmm. you incorporate a lot of your um, jazz influences. And I know we've had jam sessions, mm-hmm. which have been super fun. Oh, um, it was a blast. So how how do you how do you juggle that? Do you see more <laughs> of creation? in your songwriting now as a hobby to your to your operatic career does it go hand in hand and you're you're open to wherever it takes you mm. uh i definitely see it for me personally it's something that goes hand in hand i want to see where everything takes me yeah i'm not i'm not trying to force anything into a box yeah because like, we talk about that in opera sometimes oh yeah like, totally about how like trying to just let your career unfold like yeah pursue everything you wish to but don't get locked into the idea of like it has to look this way for me to be happy and feel successful. Yeah. Like and so I'm trying to do that with both sides, with the songwriting, with yeah. playing. Um but to be honest and candid, is I did choose the opera thing and I did choose the masters. Yeah. Um because I do want that to be kind of the focus. Like Yeah, I, that's like your meat and potatoes yeah, of yeah, what your like, music. I sort, I sort of found sort of found opera and it was just like, oh, this is this is mm. too wonderful to not be the basis. And also in a lot of ways it, it requires a certain sort of demand and study yeah. that other genres don't necessarily. Yeah. Not that they're any easier or or that I like them any less. For. Yeah. Um but it's in most to yeah. be super broad popular music genres yeah you don't have to worry about multiple languages that's true that's true and like and that that alone you've, you've opened up a massive uh, can of worms <laughs> God, your brain can only take so much mm-hmm. honestly um we're, speaking of not easy also mm-hmm. jazz training is not easy jazz theory is something that you've kind of i mean i don't know how easy it was for you to pick up but you get the sense of it and theory came easy for you um or at least you're doing well you do you know what you're talking about as opposed to a good amount of singers including myself um which is fine uh everyone has you know their strengths Mm -hmm. but how how did how did that kind of just like stick in your like brain well all that theory i was lucky in the fact that kind of at the same time of almost the musical theater thing i had a band director that forced me to play bass and jazz band yeah um going into sophomore year okay um and he was pretty good about trying to explain at least bits and pieces. Yeah. Um, it was a pretty large class and people were in vastly different spots. Oh, I, I see, some I of see. The, some of the older guys, it was like, we had like Texas Allstate pianist. And Texas Whoa. Allstate. Um, yeah. Nice. And a lot of uh, all region. Yeah. So it was like, no, no joke in there at the yeah. same time. And then there's people like me where it's like, I'm just trying to figure out how to play this thing, and I'm, mm-hmm. I'm listening to you talk about two five ones and modes. I and I'm can't. Just that, like trying... my brain. <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> and I, and that's one. Of, yeah, that's one of the things I think. I think a lot of times it just takes. It takes like, time. Yeah, they, well, yeah, or, or the right teacher, someone breaking yeah, it down in the true. right way, saying what you need to hear, not just trying to yeah. to pound in like this is Dorian mode and this is yeah. Ionian, this is Dorian, yeah. this is and like in the same way, like however those things are not even useful a part of it and mm-hmm. it's cool when you can start to use it and pick yeah. it out it just makes in my opinion the whole thing easier definitely um 
but it's i think the one of the big problems is like it's not created in a way that's or not not created not presented in a way that's approachable yeah um you you start out from the spot of like oh i need to bring you up to this level exactly it's like no most especially most musicians like they already get more than they know yeah yeah yeah. you just have to show them like oh this is what you're hearing this is what you you like people will most especially since so much of our modern uh music is based off of two five ones and jazz Mm -hmm. most people kind of hear that and like yeah then like they'll they'll get like that kind of movement and that kind of motion as like then it's you you make it much more difficult when you start adding like oh these are the leading tones yeah yeah it's it's easy to like make it an overwhelming thing definitely where it's really just like oh these are the only notes you really need to hear to hear this movement and that's all leading tones are you you have these thirds and sevens so simple when you say it like that because it because it it really is (laughs) at some level yeah it's not it's it's just it's just presenting it in a way that people get it true true do you feel um i guess this this can relate to theory but Mm -hmm. also in uh the musical realm do you feel like you have do you feel pressure when you have to rise up to people who are um you know at a higher skill level or experience say you like I, I kind of like the challenge, though. You feel oh, like the pressure is there, and you feel like you have to prove yourself, so it makes you work harder. Mm-hmm. But even just, like, coming in as, like, you know, a first-year master student with all these yeah. people with experience, kind of that whole scenario, it's it's an exciting chance, and you want mm-hmm. you want to be good. Yeah. So I think that's, that's how people learn yeah. from situations. Especially um, with school, it's fun because it's the, oh, yeah, all these people are better than you, and it's okay. Yeah. It's, like, because this isn't where they were at. Sure, year, yeah, exactly. Two, people grow. Ago. People grow. grow so much, yeah. especially if you find the right, not just, like, the right or best program, but the right program for, for you. you there and you what go. you need, then you can grow so much in two years. Yeah. And then, speaking about masters in particular, mm-hmm. one thing I heard a lot going in and kind of in my first year is, like, you grow more in the two years right afterwards than the two years like oh my gosh i believe musician. it i like, believe it like just especially when you're really getting going yeah like you're sort of starting to really spread your wings and just yeah. see where everything can go it's, like, it's exciting it's really oh, exciting very. yeah i i mean i was talking to i dinner with anastasia today and we mm-hmm. were just we were just honestly talking about how uh, this, right after we graduated we were mm-hmm. scared to death mm-hmm. of what this next year is yeah. coming and then you know, we we've just been like putting things out there, and now just now things are starting to fall into place, and it's 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 exciting, oh, it's cool, um, and it's so exciting hearing like all the things yeah. that people are yeah. picking up. Like Katie Beck just announced the other day that she's uh, traveling. Yeah, she Katie said, Beck, get Colorado? on my podcast before at Colorado. Yeah, <laughs> she's um she's she's doing so much. Katie Beck is a, a wonderful lady. Um, everyone should Google her if you want. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so. I, I speaking of like comfortability and things like mm-hmm. that. How do you feel about uh, opera as opposed to art song? Because USC offers um, mm-hmm. a lot of schools offer a good balance in um, voice performance, vocal arts students, the opportunity opportunity to experience both. Um, while I think their intention is to guide them more to an opera career, because on the business side, it's more financially stable even though it's not yeah um more lucrative at yes. some level like it's yeah the recital thing has only gotten more difficult especially sure. on this side sure. of the pond it's like we don't really have yeah there's not many people who make a career doing that kind of work yeah least, definitely not yeah. anymore not as much at least not a flashy yeah. one in the way that true a lot of schools 
maybe want their students to have because yeah. it gives them more clout. Yeah. And I think maybe that, I think in my opinion, at least, yeah. that's something USC does a pretty good job of, Definitely. at least our department, Definitely. of like trying to make you just into a, a better version of mm-hmm. you as a singer and help you along down your path rather than like, how can we just make you into something that hopefully gets us more attention? Yeah. So what do you like more? Do you like um, art song more or opera right now? Oh, well, it, it's just different. It's it's almost like art songs, like the other music genres that yeah. I really enjoy it, but it's not the same like fiery passion that mm-hmm. an opera brings because of the nature of the, of, like the theatrical nature. Yeah. Like that it, that there is a story going on, that you're in a theater, yeah. people on stage with the costumes, like maybe mm-hmm. the glitz and glam helps a little bit. Um, I agree. Yeah. It's like, so, but yeah, it's like, so I think for me, it's like the opera has a certain of attractiveness due to that. If yeah. Nothing, if for no other reason than the story that gets put along with the music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you find it easier to... Lo- I think I find... I find operatic roles... Um, I don't know, actually. I find it that I don't have as much... Um, I would say maybe like stage fright over performing operatic roles. Um, I think, mm-hmm. obviously, the density of art song is so isolated to one song that sometimes I find that easier to learn. But sometimes I find the operatic side easier to learn because you're in that character. How do you, how do you feel on that? I'm, I think how I, I feel very much. How he's yeah. And like the character helps a lot. Yeah. Or like if, especially another thing I really learned at SC, mm-hmm. um, especially if I'm really focusing on the character aspect of yeah. it and like what's happening with the story, it's kind of easier to piece it together yeah. where the other thing, you're just learning songs. And yeah. That's the same in any genre, except in art song, you're dealing with, again, the multiple languages. Yeah, hopefully you have a set that's in English yeah. for a little bit of a reprieve, but then you have your at least Italian, French, yeah. German, or throw in Spanish, or throw in your Northern European everything, language. Or go, everything else. Or Czech or Russian, whatever. Yeah. Suits you as an individual. Yeah, I agree. It's, it's, I mean, both, both sides definitely have a lot of factors that go into it that make it, mm-hmm. you know, um, respectable and amazing yeah. each it, it's all part of like the voice world yeah. and I think there's it's beautiful really cool. music on both sides yeah. there's powerful music on both sides yeah. things that and like uh, one thing i've really enjoyed is like thomas hampson baritone is really good about mm-hmm. this with his hampson foundation yeah yeah about like trying to find and use like meaningful pieces of art songs so yeah. there's some some really good stuff that's been composed that there's like that you, there is like some powerful pieces of art yeah and there and it's not all just reduced into the um even though another thing we try not to do yeah dr smith and not reduced into museum pieces yes of just pretty things no i there, agree there really is I agree. A, there's a lot of like powerful passionate stuff on both sides yeah for sure so i, I we talked about a little bit about this before um we started recording but i just want to kind of really get your just let it out what are your plans what are your dreams for the future and are you scared are you excited both terrified exhilarated i can't wait to see how things not the best word for it but pan yeah kind of see what what opportunities work out what opportunities don't yeah um we're in a career that you get plenty of no's it's just kind of the fact of the matter you when you have hundreds of people auditioning for a couple of dozen spots Mm -hmm. doesn't really matter what voice type you are More, more people are being told no than yes true it's like whatever the percentage is for your yeah for your little field so 
it's the same thing like we, we talked about katie back doing the young artist program like mm-hmm. i have a certain couple kind of in my sights yeah. that i'm hoping to to get into yeah um, def- i'm planning on auditioning for those for the first time this year i've never yeah. really gone for any some of those bigger auditions they're fun they're fun for um, sure another thing i'm very much looking at is trying to start going for the competitions as well yeah another, another way that younger singers kind of start to build the careers as for well sure. as like getting exposure a, money yeah, getting a little bit it. of money in the pocket is always yeah. a good thing as well mm-hmm. and it's like so trying to and and in the final steps of picking out which ones this season yeah what i'm gonna travel for what i'm gonna and probably anything that's easy driving distances. There you be. go. You ever make that spreadsheet? Yeah. <laughs> you gotta like, get you to start. It's like it all happens. We all do it. We like mm-hmm. make that list of like, gotta start budgeting. Gotta start looking at plane tickets. It's 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 all that. And it's 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 a cool puzzle to uh, work into your life. Yeah. It's and then fun. It's, it's worth a, it. It's a fun time to be. Yeah. Trying to. Yeah. Seeing what happens and like having so many. There's a lot of possibilities ahead. The life of an opera singer. You guys. Life is an opera singer. All right, David. It's game time. Do you want to play some games? Absolutely. <laughs> Can't wait. Um, so these are the two games that we've been, uh, you know, kind of working with, and they've been uh, really fun. So the first game is um, classic game of FMK, Fach, Mary Kill. Right? So it's a little, <laughs> it's a little adaptation on um, classic FMK. And uh, let's start. So I first started with some baritone, you know, legends here. Mm. Bryn Turfel, mm. Dmitry Havartovsky, and Thomas Hampson. So for Fach... It's somebody that let's say you would like want to have their voice and you know, whatever else you want to do. <laughs> oh, okay. So Fach, Mary Kill, Bryn, Dimitri, Thomas Hansen. All legends. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm going to start with, I think I'd have to marry Thomas Hampson. Yeah. Seems, seems like a good guy. Yeah. Like I've, oh no, actually I, with you, I saw that yeah, his, at his masterclass, mm-hmm. um, stop by for that. And I really liked the things yeah. he had to say. Like, you guys um, kind of look alike. Did I tell you that? Uh, I don't know if I've been. <laughs> I feel so, like when he was younger, you guys could have looked yeah. like you know. Yeah, but he's like mm-hmm. not another great. Um, so whose voice would you want to have? Oh, see, I, I this is a the, Brennan and Dimitri. I know that, been that, a, that that competing. They've since. been a thing forever. Yeah. Like, and that's those are two guys that I've. I mean that that Cardiff face off is really yeah. And Dimitri won that right? Like barely. the the opera song. Yeah, and mm-hmm. then Bryn won the. Oh. Uh, the art song. They both they got first and second. Yeah, either way, it's amazing. Just two, yeah. both so young. Um, so at one point it would have been Bryn, just because he was kind mm-hmm. of one of the voices that got me into opera. Oh really? I can I remember his opera aria CDs and mm-hmm. um, but nowadays Dmitri Vostovsky, like yeah. hands down, I love just one of my favorite piece Silver people to Fox. listen to, Silver <laughs> Fox. Yeah. Like I still love to go back to some of his. So like even the Cardiff, yeah, Cardiff ones where it's like it's unreal. hearing him sing uh, the Tchaikovsky, mm-hmm. um, where he he does both of them, both the, <sighs> the Onegin and the um, Queen of Spades. Yeah, does both of them. I've told this to um, my friends, but there's nothing like hearing a Russian singer sing in Russian. Mm-hmm. That's like that's how it sounds. It's, it sounds it's so how good. It's done. Yeah, just listen. And so that so his Yavas Lubu from yeah. Uh, Queen of Spades is that way where it's just like just listening to it it's like wow that's how it's done all those that's just it yeah. just sounds like you're speaking in tune mm-hmm. he I, sets the precedent for it for he sure. really does like and so yeah if I <laughs> if I could just have my pick of those there three you, you have to kill Brynn sorry Brynn sorry Brynn but <laughs> okay. do what you gotta do. Like, 
it's like Cardiff all over again. I know. What are you <laughs> going to do? What, what can you do? All right. So these are some um, old legend, legendary, again, more baritones. I think a little bit older than um, the rest. So mm -hmm. um, Dietrich, be sure to scout. Okay. Obviously, rest in peace. Um, Cheryl Milnes, do you know Cheryl Oh, Milnes? absolutely. Yeah, um, and then Sam Raimi. Sam Raimi. Okay. Yeah. Another yeah, it was like, bass off. Yeah. Sa Sam Raimi's down at the bottom end. So like maybe bass baritones would be good. Oh, yeah. yeah but I never the, counted. A beautiful, <laughs> beautiful voice. That's right. Um, Cheryl's like, I have a, a soft spot in my heart for yeah. his voice. Um, so I guess, I guess Fock would have to probably be Cheryl. Mm -hmm. It's like his, he's one of those lazy tenor people where it's like, yeah, where he gets like, up there. He's singing the A flats. Well, there's a recording of a B flat from him. It's really? just kind of like, Ugh. it's like, it's not annoying. It's a, a That's really annoying. <laughs> Cause there's another guy from that Italian yeah. like Cappuccini who's the same way. Where it's like, why do you have that? Who, yeah. how do you, what? Put it away. Um, so put it stars. away. It's hard for just us stop. too sometimes. <laughs> it's like, why well, do you sound like that? And then go up there. Um, oh, but Mary, I don't know. I don't think I know enough about Dietrich. Disco or, well, you know, he's like, he's it, like the go-to for art song. Yeah. That, kind of set the bar for mm -hmm. German. One of those things where it's like, it's almost intimidating as a, as a baritone to listen to him. Cause it's, yeah. like, it's like, I don't want to just copy him, but at the same time, like, what do I do different yeah. sometimes? It's what like, do you do? It's like, it's like, how, how do I make an argument? They're like, no, 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 no. Disco. This is a better yeah. choice. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <That's, it's, laughs> so, so, and no Oh, and Raimi. Mm -hmm. Ooh. Nah, but I guess I, I guess I would probably maybe want to <laughs> have have Remy's voice as well. You, so you got a lower voice. Yeah. So he he had like his like Mephistopheles stuff. Yeah. It's like just so so fun, so mm -hmm. rich. Like mm -hmm. and then like just and he could still sing so melodically at the same yeah. time. Oh, that's a difficult one. You haven't one. picked any yet. <laughs> I, have, I haven't picked anything. Just bouncing around it. Um. So okay, just for the the sake of it, since I'm saying it, uh, Fach, Remy. Okay. Um. Mary Milnes, just so All I right. can hopefully live around him and yeah. figure out how he did that thing yeah. back in the day. And then, sorry, D. Scout, you're already gone, so yeah, I feel true. too bad about knocking you off. <laughs> uh, funny story, I just wanted to post in because my first, um, my first summer program was with Cheryl Milnes, actually. Oh, very cool. Yeah, and he's he's definitely <laughs> like an old dude now. He keeps stating how like he grew up like on a farm, and then he became. Mm -hmm. An opera singer, it is. It's really funny. There, there's a cool program I hope to be, I've been able to do that I got accepted into mm -hmm. for financial reasons. Yeah. He's, his thing in Prague. Cool, like, cool dude. Seems wonderful. Um, so now some jazzy people. Yeah. FMK. Miles Davis. Ooh. John Coltrane. Duke Ellington. Okay, so... Trumpet, saxophone, piano. Yeah. Um, wow, go for the greats. Yeah. Um, so, sorry, Coltrane. I'm not... I'm not as big of a Coltrane fan as an Ellington or a Miles fan. Um, so I'm going to have to have to kill Coltrane. They're all, wait, wait, who's alive out of these? I don't think any, any of them. Okay, good. I was going to say they're all dead. They're all <laughs> um, Miles might have been the most recent one. I'm pretty yeah. sure. I should probably yeah. know that, but at the same time. Um, Fach would have to be I guess Miles. Talent. Yeah. Yeah. What talent would be Miles. And then Mary he Ellington. Kinda, yeah. Then Mary Ellington. Because I don't know. Hopefully he's a good guy. Yeah. <laughs> we'll hey. see. He plays piano. So plays that piano. always helps. Yeah. At least I have an accompanist. <laughs> All right. Now some, um, just some Sopranos that I threw in there. Ooh. So Anna Trepko, who is just like doing so well right now, you guys. Okay. I'm proud of her. She got a bad rap. 
Because she shouldn't have been doing a lot of the rap that she did when she was young. There, I said it. Okay. She shouldn't have been doing color dress stuff. <laughs> um, Diana Damrao. Ooh. Who, um, should just, be doing the color dress stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, all day long. Um, and then, uh, it's Angela. How do you say her last name? Nobody knows. Is it Gyogyu? She's, she's, um, she's from, I want to say she's either like, you know what? I can't. I'm gonna Google it because I'm gonna feel so bad. Yeah, I, I don't want to pronounce her name and try to make a claim. You know what? I, feel I like know been, she's. I know I've been corrected she, on this at least once. She's Romanian. Okay, that doesn't help. Yeah. Wait, is there? Where, a, where's IP when you need it? Did you, maybe the Wikipedia article. Pronounce. Oh wait, it says pronunciation. Here you go. How to pronounce? There's a. Oh, there's a literally a YouTube video on how to pronounce Angela. <laughs> is this right? Oh, we can all learn together. Here we go. Why is it 15 minutes? I bet it's going to be stupid. Angela Gheorghiu. Oh, that's beautiful. Gheorghiu. Okay. We okay. So, FMK, who did I say? Anna, Diana, Angela. Gheorghiu. <sighs> all legends. Um, and all, all, all I think, are around oh, the same age. Oh, much. yeah. Uh, three fabulous mm-hmm. voices. Yeah. And three pretty different voices. Like Yeah. Like, especially... Anna's bigger. Diana's getting there, but a- Angela's been yeah, more there. but... Diana moves. Yeah, she that, really does. That moves. Yeah. That's like one of my favorite queens of the night. Mm-hmm. Like, I, like, I would say mine. I mean, it's like, it's like, it's like, how do you have that much power, but you're still doing like, all, all of it, all of that, that Mozart stuff. Um, mm, but at the same time, Fach is going to be Anna because yeah. there's no other choice that I would absolutely make. Go Russians. <laughs> Russian. Beautiful sound. Like, and yeah. I, I love her voice. Yeah. Mm, and then. Oh, I always feel bad killing off these legendary singers, and I what feel even worse do? now. They're actually all through your life. Um, <laughs> then, Mary. Oh, I'll just say I'll marry Diana. Okay. She seems like a nice enough lady. Yeah, she hope, does. Hopefully, she's she's really charming. Bad. She's yeah. absolutely charming. Um, don't know much about Yoki. So just kill, just, her. just kill her. Just kill her. Just kill her. Before I learn. <laughs> Before you. Before I get attached, become a fan. That's true. Be- and again, another beautiful voice. Yes, Three gorgeous yes. Voices. I mean, uh, they're they're singing. Yeah, they're they're singing big places. Yeah, big names. There's reason we recognize them. That's true. All right, let's do some would you rather's. Yeah. Would you rather, if you were a female voice, be a soprano, mezzo, or concerto? Ooh, ooh, ooh. I already this, know this, what I would be. <laughs> I, I would probably. Oh, this is so difficult. And you can you can almost, like narrow in. Yeah, the it's almost like the exact like. same thing of like with me, where it's like yeah. I'm, I, so part of me wants to pick mezzo just because I love being in that middle ground. Yeah, like, some of those are my favorite voices. And again, just like certain mezzos and just like certain baritones, yeah, like, they have high notes for days. And That's it's like, true. You're that a, is true. You're a mezzo, like yeah. It's like oh, well, <laughs> sure. Mm-hmm. It's like mezzo. soprano. It's like, mezzo barely. <laughs> it's like. I, yeah, I guess. You, but then you hear them drop down low. It's like, whoa, yeah. that's yeah, sounds okay. good. Yes, ma'am. Um, so I, th- I'm gonna have to go with mezzo. Yeah, I think. Like, I could see you as a mezzo. Like, <laughs> um, mine, I would be a color choice soprano because I, oh. I don't know, maze. I've always wanted. To make okay, it's so stupid, but I, I that's think. Fine. Oh, I, I, <laughs> I want to be like a gistidonato, like yeah, mezzo, like so a little sort of, suspicion. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah You could do both. Then like but has like can move around totally totally oh and just like, and also just a gorgeous voice mm-hmm. wonderful person mm-hmm. gorgeous person yeah like it seems to have edgy 
Yeah, it was like, but no, but also doing all those like peace stuff, like yeah. re- really trying to use her art for like, like positive yeah, social change, good. like which is wonderful. It's wonderful to see opera singers doing that. Indeed. All right. Would you rather, instead of a singer, be a conductor full time or a composer full time? Ooh. Like say top the class if you're. Yeah. Out. Conductor. Um. Uh-huh. Not. It, it would even though there's like a. It's the same problem of like, but it's not even that different yeah. from singing of like the arrogance thing of like oh why does yeah. maybe your voice it's like it'd be there'd be something powerful of like totally. being at a spot where it's like helping the music and just like rise being such a conductor of like that the orchestra is like even better yeah it's like Ooh, these all these like world class musicians yeah but like but there you know there's certain yeah. there's certain individuals where there's just something about them yeah. Like, all of a sudden, 150 people who do this professionally are doing it even better. Just crazy. Amazing. Like, yeah. So I think however fun like writing music would be, mm-hmm. like, I love songwriting. I, I think have, having that kind of a hand, because it's yeah. something I would love to do later. I'm totally. very much waiting that for that time that, to do yeah, a domingo where you have your opera career and then start well, conducting. Not, not, even, not even depending on how the opera career is. Yeah, like, I'll, I'll wait till the time where I feel like sure. I, I have... I have the musical knowledge to, yeah. to argue that I should lead a hundred hey, plus people. That's yeah. But if if you're saying that I can just be top of the class and Already, the other yeah. and just Would wake up that way, oh, conductor, nice, absolutely. That's pretty do it. For some reason, I I'm thinking uh, composer just because I you think of like the mark that composers. Mm-hmm. Not saying conductors don't leave a mark, but they have a, a you know, it's like yeah. a tangible. We, thing. we don't know who. Yeah. Other than Mozart conducting the premieres, we don't know exactly. who conducted Mozart. Yeah, that's true. It's but not until you get pretty late on, and like then it's almost like the yeah. composer conductors that you really remember. They became, that's like true. the Mahler You're individuals, right. the Wagner, all that. That's true. All right. Would you rather um, have to be shirtless on stage or pantsless? Ooh, definitely shirtless. Really? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, as like and at one point that would have made me nervous because of the breathing thing and like yeah. people are gonna see oh literally see, <laughs> see like everything yeah but it was like talking about that bear hunt thing yeah. there's a, a Nathan Gunn video of him doing Zerga and them doing the pearl fish oh yeah um and he always does that and like one of those like yeah but Nathan Gunn shirtless on stage oh there's a surprise yeah and I looked like what else like is kind of started yeah or like really got that whole mess crystallizing going yeah um so definitely would rather would rather have I don't know why. I'd rather be pantsless. I think I like my legs better. (laughs) Nothing like full on. I obviously would not like want genitalia on stage. But like if I had a cute pair of like, you know, tidy whities or whatever, I'll do it. Oh, well, that also makes it a little bit different. Yeah. At that point, I'd be. No. I'd be either way. I mean, like, here's the thing. I I as that would look like weird. Seen full frontal. If you're wearing a t-shirt and it's just full frontal, <laughs> I'm not saying nude, but like, yeah, you know. It's like, but like, you were at the Akhenaten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. And then and uh, Salome. Oh, oh yeah, we we both saw those recently. Yeah, I was like, where it's like, where it's like, like stark all, nude. It's like, oh, there's like, there's hey. you, there's everything. That's just you. As we already saw what you heard, like just as you, and that, that's apparently what you look like. That's art. That's art, bro. Yeah. So yeah, cool. I guess at that point, either way. Yeah. All right. Would you rather be flawless in German, Italian, or French diction? Ooh, French. It's just sexy. It's, French is it, great. You can't. Yeah. It's, I, I mean, honestly, Italian just doesn't do it as much for me as the mm-hmm. other two because I feel like there's a certain expressiveness you can get from German. Yeah. That, like, there's just so much to work with that yeah. even though it can sound really harsh and guttural, there's, if you play with it right, 
it only sounds that way when it needs to. Yeah. yeah and the yeah, rest yeah. of the time, all those same sounds can be passionate or loving or caressing mm-hmm. or, or could be that violent thing yeah. that we associate with German. Yeah. And I, I like that about German. But there's something to the silky, smooth yeah. connection of French. Moving forwardness. Of movie, yeah, moving forward till the end. Music. And then like it doesn't stop until it reaches its end and then mm-hmm. stays there just long enough to keep going. And like, yeah. I love I love that about French music. Mm-hmm. And like I love that about the French language. Um, so like, if, yeah. if I French can be music flawless. is great. I would say, just because this is like to my own... Mm-hmm. skill level i would say I, I i don't know why but italian gets me sometimes oh absolutely <laughs> that's why i'd rather I, I don't know there's something you really 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 notice about someone with like you know impeccable mm-hmm. italian diction when they sing and it's usually from yeah. italian it doesn't always have to be but yeah. you know so clear it's, yeah it's like there's it's so, it's, nice. it's so much like these are the far off categories yeah. these things are supposed to sound like yeah and there's yeah. not the gray air the like huge amounts of gray area that like German, French, yeah. and English have. Totally, totally. Okay, if you, money wasn't an option, would you yeah, live, yeah. would you want to live in LA forever, New York forever, which I just found out you've never been to, so, or um, someplace in Europe forever? LA forever. Yeah? Um, what part of LA? Oh, if it was just no yeah. money, no object? Beverly Hills? Pro- LA. Well, pro- <laughs> Venice. Ooh. I thought about it. Oh, too. that's that's it's different. hard. I I would have a hard time not living by the beach. Yeah, like I've been spending more time there this summer. Yeah, like Santa Monica. Then I would then I, I would maybe want to be towards Santa Monica because yeah. I was I was even thinking there's a Corvette in the Hollywood Hills on the other night. Mm-hmm. It's like in some of those houses. Yeah, and if you're telling me no money's no object, hey, like there's some there's some spots up there where it's like I would be more than happy to where it's just like. I just climbed down off of this, like, oh, yeah, and then get straight to the beach, and, yeah. And all of a sudden, yeah, it's like down there, like straight to the beach, or the yeah. beach, or more towards downtown. Like, oh, yeah, all of a sudden, it's right there. Yeah, it's like where it's like God. it feels so removed. One day, LA's great. When LA's one day, honestly, I'm, I, 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 we've all had you know our like mixed feelings about it, but we can say because mm-hmm. you've been here for about you know over two years, so LA, 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 it's part of us now, yeah. I, part of I us. really love it here, like, I'm. I've I've loved so many wonderful people I've gotten mm-hmm. to meet here. I know wonderful people who are from here, and I've, yeah, like I see, I see so, many, on. <laughs> so many of us came from all over the place. Yes, yeah, like, so, and then here we are, one little agglomeration melting pot. It's really, yeah, really cool just to see all the different people who are drawn here, and then all the wonderful musicians for sure I've met who, for sure, and also so many great people. Yeah. Well, that's it, David. Yeah. We did it. Thanks for having me. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. A lot I, of fun. An eighth episode, right? It flew I, by. Already. Honestly, yeah, just Already talking. eight. Like, you just... Yeah. It's I, crazy. I, I'm going to keep this going. I'm going to make a hundred episodes. Sh- you should. I'm going to, like... Can't wait. I don't know. Can't wait to keep listening. It's to get somewhere. <laughs> it's going to be fun. It's always been so fun. Um, Do you want to say my... I've mastered my throat with me to close this out? Sure. Just, oh, I'll cue you. Yeah. <laughs> Conductor style. So, thanks, everybody, for watching. I've mastered mastered my throat. throat. (laughs) Goodbye.